everyone. Welcome back to One Perspective, a recurring segment focused on hearing a patient partner's recap and reflections on the previous week's episode of As Per Usual, a podcast for practical patient engagement. My name is Anna Hudik, and I am your host. Before I get into today's episode, I'd like to announce that our study that inspired this overall podcast has been published in BMC Health Research Policy and Systems. It's freely available, so check it out by searching its title, Future Directions for Patient Engagement and Research, a participatory workshop with Canadian patient partners and academic researchers. Okay, now back to today. Kathy Smith, a patient partner from Thunder Bay, offers her key takeaways and applications from last week's episode of As Per Usual, focused on the strategy for patient-oriented research evidence alliance. All of the views expressed are her own. Kathy, please take it away with your one perspective. Thank you, Anna, and welcome listeners. These podcasts sure have had some awesome strategies for building and strengthening the lived experience voice of research and the hits just keep coming. There are recurring themes in all the podcasts. The top three features of the SPORE Evidence Alliance Network that really resonate with me are its crafting of a strong collegial community of partners, its focusing on the flexibility of partnering opportunities, and the co-creation of training modules that support PERS engaging in the variety of opportunities. Partners Andrea Trico, an academic researcher, and Linda Wilhelm, a lived experienced patient, were right in step communicating the Alliance's vision and values. They could even jump in and finish each other's sentences. Yet, they lived 2,000 kilometers apart. That congeniality was forged over many years of communicating while working together in a variety of healthcare settings. All models of patient engagement stress this recurring theme. Strong communication is the foundation for a positive engagement environment. And building to this level of comfortable, congenial communication takes time. It takes a patience of time to do it right. For almost a decade, the Canadian Institute Health Research, CIHR, financially supported the building of the Pan-Canadian Strategy for Patient-Oriented Researchers or Evidence Alliance Network. The Alliance Network was co-designed by academic and experienced experts to promote evidence-informed healthcare and policy, quote, that is grounded in the principles of inclusion, all relatives and relevant stakeholders, diversity, integrated knowledge translation, co-creation of research and transparency. The Evidence Alliance team is now focused on growing the patient voice at the policy and decision-making governance level so patients engaged in research can move closer to a co-leadership role. As a former researcher myself, I can appreciate how long and how hard this team must have worked to shift the paradigm and how much they relied on CIHR's substantial, sustainable source of funding for support. It takes time and money, a whole patience of money, to do it right. The flexibility built into the Alliance Network's model of patient engagement encourages a diversity of voices. Everybody is different in where their strengths and passions lie and what they can do and when they can do it. 
While patients do need to be engaged all along the entire continuum of the research project, different patients can engage anywhere along the research process. The Alliance has described the tasks at each research stage to help patients decide where they can most meaningfully engage, match what tasks are at what stages, best suit their knowledge, lived experiences, preferences, and passions, and interest and time. Some of the stages the network outlined for patients to select where to partner include ideation and co-creation of a research query as co-authors, even as senior authors, co-design of a project, project participation in focus groups and workshops, rapid reviewer or systematic a deeper delve into literature searches for a query, the project evaluation at the end of a project, the knowledge translation of that project and dissemination. Also, focus groups like a, the appreciation of patient participation or evaluation of such in a study as lead investigators of their own research queries. I was really interested in that new development for the patients by the patients. Governance and policy making to implement patient-centric system change. Along with describing flexible engagement opportunities at every stage of the study, the Alliance has co-created many important supports for both researchers and patients. The Alliance identified the equity of access gap in background understanding of the research ecosystem. The network's patient partners co-created training modules that train for engaging for each of these flexible engagement opportunities. Knowledge is power. The training modules empower a diversity of patients to now partner confidently and competently. The Alliance also co-designed capacity building tools to help researchers learn how to engage with patients. It's new for them. And the network facilitates matching patient partners with relevant research projects. Just like the Canadian Cancer Society and the impact patient engaged in research platforms, the Evidence Alliance has really put a lot of insightful effort into helping PERS knowledgeably, meaningfully, and respectfully engage in research studies anywhere along the continuum, from conception to completion to dissemination of a study. I'm also happy with the Evidence Alliance working to embed the voice of patient and public partners within leadership and governance decision-making councils. I'd even like to see this momentum continue further on up the food chain, patients partnering with the public and private funders. All the PER initiatives described in all of these podcasts will go far to change the culture of the research field into one that welcomes and supports patients engaged in research as equal and rightful members of a better together research team. Personally speaking, points to ponder. Let's get going. Focus on patient appreciation. There isn't that much out in the literature yet on the types of measurements that can evaluate patient, appreciate their um, involvement in engagement in research. Set up a multi-stakeholder steering committee to conduct a scoping review of patient appreciation with the goal of creating one gold standard. This important topic is being studied and funded by far too many small siloed groups who should lead the study at a national level. Let's keep going. 
to eliminate health disparities between the mainstream majority and the marginalized minorities, we must ensure that the patients engaged in the research, the PERS, represent all the communities that are being served. Create an ongoing checklist to evaluate the EDI of any patient's engagement in research. Are we there yet? Can all engagement models out there now be rolled into one robust national model of patient engagement in research? Many, many healthcare groups have now co-created their own very helpful, very insightful models for patient engagement in research. Are we ready to collaborate and incorporate all existing models into one gold standard model of patient engagement? If so, who will be assigned the lead for this? Thanks again, Kathy, for offering your one perspective. I really appreciate how you tied together key learnings from within and across seasons two's episodes. I also love how you leave the listener with some points to ponder that can help guide their own future work. For anyone especially interested in Kathy's first point to ponder, that is, patient partner appreciation policies. Grace Fox, who is a colleague in season one, episode two, as per usual guest, led a recently published review based out of the Ottawa Hospital Research Institute. This review set out to assess the prevalence of reporting patient partner compensation, specific compensation practices reported, and identify benefits, challenges, barriers, enablers to offering financial compensation. I've posted a link to the freely available publication on our podcast website, or you can find it by Googling its title, Recognizing Patient Partner Contributions to Health Research, a Systematic Review of Reported Practices. As always, please be sure to check out our website, asperusual.substack.com, to access our interactive episode transcripts and listen to previous episodes. If you have any questions or comments, please be sure to shoot me an email at anna.asperusual at gmail.com. These emails make my day. In two weeks, I'll be back with guests Norman Buckley and Delaine Linkerwich, who will be telling me all about the strategy for patient-oriented research chronic pain network. Until then, try to find gratitude in every day, and let's be sure to keep working at making patient engagement the standard or as per usual.